Blog Talk Radio. Well, everyone sure is excited today. Today being Thursday, the day before Good Friday, the President of the United States had authorized the military in Afghanistan to do whatever needed to be done in order to win. And so what, what happened? Well, the, some general, somebody in Afghanistan said, hey, let's drop the big one now. Not a nuclear bomb, but the biggest non-nuclear bomb that we have, that the world has, I guess. It's called the mother of all bombs. And it's like umpteen gazillion tons. And it, 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 it looks like a huge missile and you drop it down and it's supposed to blow up crap and go deep in under the ground and destroy tunnels and kill people and all this kind of stuff. And all oh, the pictures are so cool of this, this bomb, this mother of all bombs. And everybody's so excited about this. Watching everyone in the cable news channels is going, yeah, boy, that'll show them. We'll, we'll make them, you know, really scared of Americans now. This is, this is a really good thing. And people are losing their minds. Am I the only person in the universe who understands that when the United States escalates in this never-ending war in Afghanistan, escalating by dropping this, this mother of all bombs, that it's a sign of failure. Yes, you heard right, a sign of failure. I know it sounds counterintuitive because all the cheerleaders, all the warmongers, they're going, oh yeah, boy, that'll show them. Now they're going to be scared of the United States. As if these people, you know, they needed another excuse to be scared of us. They know we have nuclear weapons. They know we've got drones. They know we've got ships and planes and the Coast Guard and everything else. That doesn't matter to them. That absolutely doesn't matter to them. Now that we're dropping the big one, the mother of all bombs, they're not going to be any more scared of us than they were before. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this stuff works. My God, what, am I the only person who can see this? Look, if we were, just, just, just for, first off, let me tell you who I am. I'm Dimitri, the lovable libertarian, uh, trademark, service mark, copyright, patent pending, don't steal it, here at the intersection of freedom and fun. Trademark, service mark, copyright, patent pending, don't steal that either. This is a simul stream that I do typically five nights a week, 9 p.m. Eastern time on blogtalkradio.com and on Facebook Live. So hello. Uh, thank you so much for listening and for watching. Appreciate it uh, greatly. So <clears throat> let's, let's put our thinking caps on. I realize that I'm saying something that you probably haven't heard anywhere else on the cable news channels or on the Internet or, or wherever, because everybody seems to be so gosh darn excited about us dropping this massive bomb on the Taliban, not Taliban, excuse me, ISIS, uh, that were digging tunnels in Afghanistan near Pakistan. Well, first they buried the lead. Uh, this, the lead, the story, the, the main part of the story for most people is, oh, this was a big-ass bomb that we dropped. And yes, it is a big-ass bomb. There's no question about it. But that's not the lead. The lead, the really interesting part of this story isn't the bomb part. The really interesting part of this story is the ISIS part in Afghanistan. That went right over so many people's heads. It's unbelievable. All right. We'll get to that in a second. First, if we were winning in Afghanistan, now mind you, this is America's longest war, longer than the Revolutionary War, certainly longer than the Civil War, longer than World War I, longer than World War II, longer than Vietnam, and there's no end in sight. Well, that's bad enough. 
But when we have to escalate in this never-ending war, that means that whatever we've been doing still isn't enough. All the bombs that we dropped before today, all those troops that we sent out there to kill Taliban and to pacify villages and whatever the hell we're doing there in that pile of rocks called Afghanistan, that has not worked because if it had worked, we would not have needed to drop the biggest effing bomb uh, short of a nuclear, uh, uh, nuclear bomb. That's not a sign of success. That's not a sign of, 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 of victory. It's a sign of failure. We're not doing well there. That's why we are escalating. This is a bad, bad thing. Oh, you don't believe me? Okay, take a look at Vietnam. Not now, but back in the day. Back in the day, it was pretty much the same thing. We had overwhelming, overwhelming military superiority. We won every battle in Vietnam. Did you know that? We won every battle. We kicked their ass. The commies, the VC, all the, all the bad guys. We kicked their ass. And yes, we were able to control parts of Vietnam, the south of Vietnam. But we couldn't ever really pacify it. Because here's the problem. When you've got a big-ass army, and we've got the best army in the history of armies. I mean, there's no question about this. It's the, the easy part is invading a country. We can invade any country like that. I mean, there's nothing to it. We can do this. I mean, it, and we do it in a matter of like minutes. We're really good at that. The tough part is getting out. Because once you invade a country, after you invade a country, then the next thing is you got to make sure everything is settled down, everything is calm and peaceful. And unlike the end of World War II, where there was complete surrender on the part of uh, Germany and Japan and Italy and all that, and it was easy to rebuild them, everything else since then is different. It's different. Yes, we can go in there and we can kick ass and we can take over a country, but how do you keep it peaceful? Because it's a never-ending game of whack-a-mole with suicide bombers. I mean, you've got, you know, you got to do this, and then you got to do that. And, you know, they can't take you, uh, take you on straight ahead because, obviously, they don't have the weaponry that we do or anything like that. But they make your life miserable, and you're there forever. Then how the hell do you get out? We learned that in Vietnam. And when, when Nixon decided to escalate, that is to do Christmas Day bombing, he actually bombed all parts of Vietnam and Cambodia and all, oh God, it was awful, uh, on Christmas to teach those godless commies a lesson. That wasn't a sign of strength. That was a sign of weakness that, you know, we, my God, we can't win this thing. We're there. The incredible irony is we're there. Our troops are there, our planes are there, our ships are there. We've got you know millions of people there with guns and everything else, but we can't seem to pacify this place because you know there's a skirmish here, there's a skirmish there, there there's never any peace. There's never any peace. Invading is easy. Invading is easy. Look at Iraq. It was easy to invade Iraq. There was nothing to it, for God's sake. We went in there, we kicked ass, and we're still there. We're still. There and there's still bloodshed, and there's still this insane fighting going on this, there, and everywhere else. It never ends. Afghanistan is a great example of this throughout history. Throughout history, it's easy to invade Afghanistan. Countries have gone in there all the time. In fact, there was another nuclear power that invaded Afghanistan not that long ago. 
You remember? It was called the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union, when Jimmy Carter was president, <clears throat> decided to invade Afghanistan. Why? I don't know, because it was easy. Who, who the hell knows? What difference does it make? Afghanistan is a freaking pile of rocks with people who are living in the 7th century. It, 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 it boggles my mind why people care about this place. Anyway, so another nuclear-powered country, uh, the Soviet Union, invaded Afghanistan. Nothing to it. It was very easy because Afghanistan, I mean, you know, these guys ride, ride around on, on goats and they wear, you know, turbans and they, you know, they, they're, they're, they've got bad teeth and it's just awful stuff. But the Soviet Union was there like forever and it could never pacify this thing because you're always playing whack-a-mole. You got these, you know, mujahs, mujahideen. I, I learned that word watching Charlie Wilson's war, um, who are fighting over here. You got other groups over there and that you can never pacify it. Yes, you've got all, the Soviets had all the helicopters. They had all the bombers. They had all the tanks. They had all that stuff. And they couldn't pacify Afghanistan. And they finally left. And so now, oh, well, we're, we're going to show them how to do it right. We're going to go in there. We're going to kick out the Taliban because they were you know, in part responsible for 9-11, which I get. That was fine. But then we stayed. We stayed to do uh, nation building because we're so gosh darn good at nation building. You know, uh, we suck at it. Uh, you don't believe me? Name a successful nation building in the last uh, 50 years. I'll wait. Anyway, so <clears throat> we've got the same problem now. We have been in Afghanistan longer than we were in Vietnam, and there's no end in sight. And now we are escalating because that means we are not winning. Whatever we were doing was not working, or else we'd keep doing it, and then we'd finally get out. So when they say, oh, we're going to drop the big one now, the, the mother of all bombs and all that kind of stuff, oh boy, that'll show them. No, it's showing the world that what we had been doing was not successful, and there's still no end in sight. Now, they buried the lead. The news um, um, channels and all that um, said, oh, you know, there's huge bombs are going to uh, go down and, and destroy all the tunnels that ISIS has dug and their ISIS fighters down there and this, that, and the other. And I was going, wait, 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 wait a minute. What? ISIS? ISIS is in the Middle East. The Middle East is in like Syria and, and, and Libya and, and, and Yemen and all. That's the Middle East. Afghanistan is South Central Asia. ISIS was never there. It was the Taliban, and it was uh, Al-Qaeda. But now they're saying ISIS is there. ISIS. Yes, we're winning slowly whatever the hell's going on in Syria and Iraq, but now, again, it's whack-a-mole. Now ISIS is popping up out of tunnels, whack-a-mole, in Afghanistan. If we were winning in Afghanistan, ISIS wouldn't be there. That's the lead. That's what you got to pay attention to, not how big the bomb is and how much damage it's going to do. The thing is, it's whack-a-mole. And, and now it's Afghanistan with ISIS. It doesn't mean they're going to overrun American bases and, you know, like a Dien Bien Phu and all that kind of stuff. No. What it means is just like with Vietnam and just like with Syria and just like certainly with Iraq is it's never ending. It's never ending. Yes, we can invade any country easily. But you can't pacify it because there are just too many different factions that just will not. It's like guerrilla warfare in their own country. They're going to wait us out because that's how it works. It's, look at Vietnam. 
we won every battle in Vietnam. We had overwhelming military uh, superiority. They waited us out. They made life miserable for us. Um, the um, um, Dalai Lama has a great line. I, I, I don't know if he actually said it, but it's attributed to him on the Internet. So um, take it for whatever it's worth. And he said, well, if you don't think that, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, I can't do it uh, justice, but he said, if you, you think that, you know, you're too small to make a difference, um, try going to sleep in a bedroom that has a mosquito. That was a great line. And, and, and he said it better than I did. But essentially, it's the same thing. Yes, you're big, you're strong. You're in a bedroom trying to go to sleep, but you hear a mosquito. Now, you're bigger and stronger than the mosquito. But the mosquito can make your life miserable. And that's what's happening in Afghanistan. And, it, and what we're doing right now, escalating with this mother of all bombs, this is a sign of failure, just like with Nixon's bombing in, in, on Christmas uh, Eve in, uh, in Vietnam. Because, why did he bomb? Because, again, we weren't winning. If our way was working, we wouldn't need to bomb. We wouldn't have needed to bomb in Vietnam. We would not have needed to bomb in Afghanistan. This is not a sign of success. This is a sign of failure. The people have got to understand this. So please share this with people. You know, let everybody know here that the Dimitri, the lovable libertarian, not very lovable tonight, but I'm like, God, why can't anybody else see this? You know, it's just the, 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 the cheerleading on the cable news channels and people are so excited about, oh, the big bomb. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll teach them. That'll, that'll make them scared of us. They're not scared of us. They never were. They understand that we're stronger. There's no question about that. But they're not scared of us. You don't believe me? Okay. If they were scared of us, why are they still fighting? Everybody understands we're the biggest, strongest country in the world. It's like everybody understands that you're bigger and stronger than a mosquito. But all it takes is one mosquito in your bedroom when you're trying to sleep. Now, you're always going to be bigger and stronger than the mosquito. And if you ever catch that mosquito, whack, you know, nice and simple. But it doesn't work like that. This is another example of a failure of American uh, military, not even military, military is, you know, it's political failure because we're still there. The military is doing whatever it can, but it's in an impossible situation as it was with Vietnam, as it is in Syria, as it is in Iraq and everywhere else. This is a sign of failure. Please spread the word. Please share this with other people. People have got to learn to have to understand. Dimitri, the lovable libertarian.